Friendly Competition, a podcast to discover the best of all time. I'm Nick Kellen, alongside my co-host and best friend, Cody Lena. We discuss various pop culture topics and narrow it down to truly the best of all time. Or as we like to call it, the boat. Before we can put anyone onto the boat, we put them into a Sweet 16-style bracket, and we argue each round until we decide a winner. And Nick, what criteria do we use when we decide who wins? Whatever the hell we want, Cody. You want to tell them what we're talking about this season? Absolutely. This season is another fan-submitted season. We are in Group C of the best cartoons of the late 90s, early 2000s. That is correct. So here we are in Group C with number two seed CatDog going up against the 15 seed Rocco's Modern Life. And then we'll have the seven seed Dexter's Laboratory going up against the 10 seed Wild Thornberries. So let's start it off here at the top with that cat dog Rocco's modern life matchup. I'll I'll start off right off the top here. I actually this isn't this is one I actually got to watch as a kid, so I did get to watch a little bit of Rocco's modern life. But I do recall even as a kid feeling like I didn't get it. Rocco's is adult as fuck. This is another one that I have on DVD and I've watched it recently. And yeah, dude, it's, it is not for children at all. I'll watch this and I'll be like, oh my God, I cannot believe my parents let me watch this shit. I, they was, live in Balzac. <laughs> That's the name of the town they live in. Was it, isn't it heavily implied? And I could be, I'm trying to just remember some things I know later on about Rocco's Modern Life, but like, isn't, isn't Rocco a sex operator? Like a, at one point he does work for like a phone. Yeah. Like a sex line operator is what I yes, mean. Like he, he would does. be the person you would call. And like, that's his, like, it's like, it's not, it's not even like heavily implied. They're basically like, no, that's his job. Like it's. He does do that in one episode. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I think what's wild to me is that this is clearly when, and I could be wrong people. We only know what we know about the world. And that's what we say about the sweet 16 group. And when we get to the final four, we'll do our research. But here's what feels true to me is that basically if you weren't the Simpsons or King of the Hill, we just lumped all cartoons into kids' stuff. Oh, Beavis and Butthead. I'll toss that over on the adult side because that was on um, MTV. We just basically were like, oh, it's a cartoon with weird animals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Show that to kids. That'll stay with kids. <laughs> and like, kids. like, we just didn't have an understanding. Like, and there so was someone's like, like, no fucking vetting pro- process no. at all. There is no vetting in the 90s and the 2000s for what you can show children. Animators like, well, I want to make this. And they're like, yeah, fine, make it, but it's going to go to kids. And they're like, okay, but I'm going to make it the way I want to. I mean, it would be ostensibly like now us saying a show like Venture Brothers or, I mean, I'll go with the classic like Rick and Morty that we're just like, if as long as you don't curse in it, it's kid appropriate was the rules back then. And just showing that stuff to children and being like, is that, is that, is Rick drunk in every episode? You're like, well, he drinks a potion. It makes him silly. And you're like, no, it's not a, it's not a potion. That's boot. What the, why is this on a kid's show? Why is this, why is this on the kid's show right now? Why oh are we letting God. kids watch this? So, I mean, Rocco's Modern Life has that, like, I know that it's just one of those, I, like I said, as a kid, I was like, this is above my pay grade on so many levels. Per- the perpetual hell that is the life of Cat Dog. Dude, let's just break it down from an anatomy point of view. Which, which they don't. We, Can we talk about we, the fact that they decide not to talk about that on the show? How is this thing shit? That's I the biggest question. We don't know. We have no clue how cat dog shits, and it's wild to me. How many episodes of cat dog were there? I'm sorry, uh, you'll edit. We this we usually do our research <laughs> 
during the final four. See, we come into this category knowing what we know. So I'm lucky I've watched a lot of cartoons. I know there were 68 episodes, Cody, 134 yeah. segments. Nick, and at Nick, no Nick, point. Nick, Nick. Shh, shh, Nick, they couldn't make one more fucking episode. Oh, that's the lost episode, everyone. That's, <laughs> that's hey, we've, got lo- we've got lost episodes. Cat Dog has lost episodes. It's a very common practice when you get into the business of just burning stuff. Episode 69 of Cat Dog is just the lost scat porn episode that answers all the questions that you need answered and raises some new ones that you never considered before. Yeah, like, I, I, I do not understand. Uh, <laughs> like, okay, no, cat, okay, there's cat and there's dog. Which one's more likely to be into scat porn? Go. Cat, because he's smarter. I think, I think there's a level, all right, if we're, I don't know if we're going to want to go down this road, but I'm just saying, I think generally speaking, the weirder your kink is, I think there actually comes with a higher level of, um, of education. I think that there's a correlation between the two. I, I'm not, that's about as far as I'm going to get into it, but I, that to me makes sense. Yeah, probably also because his whole life has been shitting out of his own mouth. Cause I've seen dog eat some stuff. Yeah. I, so cat dog, here's the thing. And this is why, once again, it only works as a cartoon because if, I, if you were to ever see cat dog in real life, this would be an abomination against God himself that you could not understand or live with and think that it was okay. And be like, this thing should exist. You would be doing cat dog a favor by killing it. Yes. It's, it's a constant plea for just please take me out of my misery. Please. I think what's wild to me, and I mean, I guess this is maybe just a common theme that I'm realizing now, and I just didn't as a kid, but wow, we really just did pair like kind of brainy pseudo intellectual with just kooky. I don't want to say dumb. I, I don't think that's fair. I think more exuberant, maybe more, uh, just more ver- V for life. I don't know, but that's like, I mean, that's angry beavers, right? That's kind of challenge. Like this pairing thing. I never realized was such a big aspect. It's Rocco's modern life too. You've got Rocco paired with heifer. I mean, yeah, but there's, I mean, there's more of a cast there, isn't there in oh, Rocco's yeah. modern life? Like you kind of talk about really, really big man and his nipples. The dude shoots his nipples out into your eyes. Wait, is, is this in Rocco's modern life? Yeah, dude. Really, really big man. What? Really, really big man has nipples that are magic. Yep, that tracks. <laughs> <laughs> what the man? I so I'm thinking right now because I'm also Maria Bamford was voiced characters okay. in Cat hey, Dog. Hell yeah! No more was. researching. Anyway, Sorry. Rocco has a much better cast, I think, because you got you got Sheldon, you got Rocco, you got Heifer, you got the his neighbors, uh, the 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 fucking Toads. There's a cast you can dig into. It's more of a show. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, not really. Okay. I just don't. All and I also, can remember is there's like the one shitty like roommate that they don't really explain if the mouse is a roommate to them or if yeah, he, he just, just like shows up, just kind of bullies them into letting him live there. He's like, "Fuck you, you guys suck. I live here." And they're like, "Okay, yeah, I don't." Fuck I, you guys I over I, here. Yeah, I think let's move. Uh, 15 seed Rocco's Modern Life, which upsetting the two seed, but it that is a big upset, but. I, I just, as far as cat dog goes, I, you know, part of this is always going to be too, and we try to address this and say like, it's not just about which one we have the most affinity for. And I don't really have affinity for either of these. So in this one, I'm pretty clear. I have affinity for Rocco. I'll be honest. I've got my biases showing. But, but I, I just don't, as far as cat dog goes, it, it, to me, and I don't remember much of it, but I'm just, it feels like one note, right? It's just like, 
cat mad at dog dog doesn't understand why hijinks ensue end of episode whereas like Rocco I think they're trying to tackle like depression and and like real shit but in a funny way and global warming they tackle and there's a whole episode about being green I mean they they got some they're they're a little more woke let's talk about bad parents the wild thornberries is crazy fucking shit you are the worst parent I've ever seen I mean okay worst parent or do you think like this is just an idea of like wanting to give your kids an experience that they're that they would never usually have and i don't and i don't know if i think that that's a great way to parent like just being like all right well we're because i mean they're researchers right like that's the parents are are researchers so they take they their do, kids they make like uh d- documentaries they're documentaries. Yeah, so they take their kids out into the wild and like try to give them a life that is going to be unique and like will give them a worldly perspective i can appreciate that from a parenting standpoint i guess i just i i mean if you want to talk about absentee parents your child in dexter's laboratory your child is running up your electric bill via his laboratory that he's built in your home that you have no fucking clue about. And you're just going to sit here. Like at least the wild thornberries, I think want to be good parents, but this is, I, ah, I taking your kids out into like the, the African jungles and all of that just is a very unique way to do it. I've been a homeowner for not very long. Okay. It's a new right. thing, less than a year. And I can fucking tell when someone's left a light on for too long. Yeah. How do you're you like, not? Why is the bill? Electrical? Why is the bill so expensive? Shit, we gotta take care of these lights. I think actually Dexter did create his own uh, like nuclear reactor in there that does it itself. So, fair enough. I mean, fair enough. But now, I mean, I will say as far as like Dexter Dexter's lab goes, I mean, this is this is a pretty fun one too. I guess you do have the pairing of Dee Dee and Dexter once again, smart versus kind of. Well, you have the same silly. thing with Wild Thornberries. You got Eliza and what's the jungle kid's name? Well, yeah. Oh, they, and can we talk about Jungle Kid, by the way? Because my understanding they is- They just stole a kid. They stole a kid, right? Okay, that's what I'm thinking. Because I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to remember it. And I'm like, you didn't, that's not your kid. Like, I think they're pretty specific. This is a child that it, they found. No, if, okay, if you're talking about a jungle aboriginal society, it's not wild to assume that maybe the kid's just kind of off on his own. And that's how they let the kid explore. You stole a child. You stole a kid. You stole a child. Oh my God. And let's talk about the dad's fucking face. Someone explain that to me. I mean, I'll say that is the most Nigel-y looking face I've ever seen though. (laughs) Like as far as if you, when I hear like, if someone's like, hi, my name is Nigel and they don't have his face. I'm like, you're not Nigel. Like you're Could, Could the kid talk to animals? Yes, that was the whole point of Wild Thornberries. Is that the the daughter, the the younger daughter? It's like flipping the script on uh, like Doctor Doolittle. Yes, but I and so this is where once again, too, you know, we only have the knowledge that we have. I'm trying to remember like what was the point of letting her talk to animals besides like, you know, and and this is why too when we look at the show and we think about it from the context of like let's let's not focus on like the main character. Let's look at from the point of view of other characters. This is 100% why the oldest daughter has it completely right. She's like, this shit fucking sucks. I'm in an RV that appears to break down all the time. So that's not reliable. So AC, probably not working. We're in the fucking, I don't know. I don't know if they're in Africa or Australia or wherever, South America, but it's clearly hot. We know that part. Yeah. So she's just like miserable wanting, especially as a teenager, they don't, they, they kind of imply that they just maybe more recently did this. So it's not like the teenage girl grew up in this lifestyle. Yeah, like, no, she hates it. 
She fucking hates it. And maybe she should because- Your parents are kidnappers. Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> so she's like, this is wrong. Her, and then her little sister who seems to be enjoying it. Well, of course your little sister's enjoying it. She needs to go fucking talk to animals and you're stuck inside being like, what the fuck is happening to this family? My parents are abducting people. My <laughs> little sister appears to be crazy. I gotta get the fuck out of here, dude. Like I have never now, like I, when you're watching the show as a kid, you're like, why are you so, you're so gloom and doom and just enjoy the experience. And now as an adult person, I'm like, no, she had it right. We were not listening. We need to help her. Yeah, we need, we have no, I like, it's so wild to me. I, Dexter's Lab, I mean, once again, though, you talk about, you got some fun stuff here as far as, you know, some good characters. And this is too, once again, I guess, you know, I mentioned, hey, Arnold, the room I'd want to be in. I, who didn't want to fucking go to Dexter's Lab, right? Oh, yeah, Dexter's Lab was hella cool. And there's like so many spinoffs with Action Hank. I remember Action Hank specifically yep. being cool as hell. Mandark shit. And then Monkey? Monkey, yep. Monkey was hella cool. Wasn't there like a secret agent that was trying to like hang out with Monkey? Was it? I think so. Yeah, there's, I mean, oh, man, it's just, it's so, it's so good. And I think too, Dexter's Lab plays on this like element that I think everyone feels as a kid, right? We all have this moment and you got it either watching Dexter's Lab or reading Harry Potter where you were like, I'm special. There is something special about me and I'm going to give that to the world. And I think a lot of times you all wanted to believe we were smarter than we were. Cause like, that's definitely the era of time where parents were like, just call your kids smart, tell them that they're smart and they'll believe it. And we all did. And that's why we're in some of the problems that we're in. Cause we all thought we were special and individuals. Yeah, up. But I like, I mean, I wanted that, right? Like you're like, this would be so dope. Oh man. I love, yeah. I love a Dexter's lab. I, I just can't get on board with the wild Thornberry family. They stole a kid. Yeah. I'm not going to get over that. We, I got to mock in Dexter's lab. I am not going to fucking, and human trafficking is an issue that I will not stand by. We will not, we do not support on this show. So we're going to move that Dexter's lab into the elite eight where it's going up against Rocco's modern life. Once again, very, I mean, you know, talking about some, you know, you got fun cartoons, very fanciful environments. Once again, I'm a little undereducated on Rocco's modern life where you are overly educated on it. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think about once again, like put myself into the world, but then not be a main character, right? Maybe be more tangential to the main characters. I wonder how shitty, because also too, once again, Dexter is in normal grade school, right? Like if, if we're remembering the script. Yeah, he's in grade he school. He is a genius that they didn't let go to like college. He or just anything? is, yeah, he's in normal grade school with all the other kids his age, which feels, once again, if we want to talk about neglectful parenting, we can discuss that. But so I'm trying to think like, imagine if you're a teacher of Dexter, how much of an asshole is this kid? Yeah, fuck this kid. Like, this kid's got to fucking suck for any, like, I mean, when you're watching it as the show, he's the he's the protagonist to some extent, right? You kind of enjoy him. You know, he, he builds giant mech suits and all of this. But from the outside looking in, you're like, dude, this kid kind of sucks. Like, we all know that kid when we were in grade school who maybe was smart, maybe was smarter than the rest of us or had a higher reading level, all of these things. You don't know, do you remember that kid? Well, what you remember is he was a dick. And this is a hyper-intelligent version of that who's constantly just belittling people all the fucking time. And you're just like, dude, fuck this kid. Also, Dee Dee was obviously pretty cool, so it's like, maybe I'd rather hang out with her. I mean, I will say, and not to, I don't want to get too perverse here, but 
I, I do, Dexter's Lab, I do remember explicitly though having a crush on the mom. The mom and the dad were horny as fuck in Dexter's Lab. They all were boning the all the time, right? That was oh, a bone yeah. down team. That, like was a, they, that was a thing for sure. I mean, I mean, you know, how could you not? She's, I mean, she's, she was very beautiful. That's what I'll say. <laughs> I, I get it. We found it. That dad's cartoon. dumb, but he's probably got a hog in there. <laughs> Big ol' hog. He's just what he's dumb. He's dumb as a box of rocks. We brought on that hog. We're you not bet? here to talk about cartoons having sex, Cody. How dare you? How uh, dare you perverse this show? This very PG show that we have. You. Perverse. Why couldn't Dee Dee let Dexter have nice things? Like I get why he was a dick. She just rolled up in there all the time and broke his shit. And how did she get in? If you're that smart, just change the password. Yeah, she she very active. He's either very absent-minded in that way of like he's a genius or he has other things focused on, so he kind of forgets to shut the door, maybe. Or yeah, I mean, and who knows? Maybe this is one of those. There's an episode where like Dee Dee's secretly super intelligent, and we like one of those kind of situations. Yeah. I don't know, man. Here's here's where I'm at though. When I'm thinking about, I'd rather this- live in Ballsack. This and if, you, if we're gonna take your thing, where we just randomly get put into these worlds, I think the world of Rocco is fucking cooler because what animal i gonna be don't know that's gonna be cool we know that there's lore there's comic books like really really big man i want to read those and randomly break out into musicals i have vivid memories of rocco's musical episodes mm. and i want to live in a world where that happens where i'm but just toe tapping all of a sudden like oh shit i do like that and i do yeah if you're getting to put into this world and you're not obviously the main character i think one of the things that would really piss me off is i would Knowing that, how many times does Dexter do something that kind of fucks up the city or like a mech battle? And you're just like, hey, I'm sorry, but can you get your, can you keep your fucking kid under control? Like, (laughs) dude, like seriously, this is incredible. Every week, it's something new at your house. And and the dad's just like, I'm sorry, we were, we were fucking. So (laughs) what is he up to? Sorry, we just got done. We got done with the sesh. What's he up to? Uh, That's probably why he's such a bad, but they're just boning down all the time. I think, you know, personally too, especially when we're talking about what research do we want to do, I wouldn't mind taking a crack at Rocco's Modern Life and giving it that shot that I, I as a kid, once again, was like, I, I knew it was above me. And I think I I'm ready lot, to- I would Rocco's for a lot of reasons. I think it's a better show. I think it's, you know, the cast is great. The voice acting is so good. I'm locking in Rocco's Modern Life. But we need, we cannot let this go unsaid, that the wild thornberry stole a child. <laughs> Yeah, justice for whatever that kid's name is. Uh, <laughs> for, I don't. No, 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 no. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, that's it's not okay. It's ne- we don't support it. And so that is it, folks. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Friendly Competition. Greatly appreciate it. If you're looking at how can you help us out, right? We we're still you know a growing podcast. What we can what would be super helpful is if you go on whatever platform you're listening to us on and hit follow, subscribe, whatever downloads us immediately into your feed. That would be incredibly helpful. And if you're going to be on iTunes and listening to us, give us those five-star reviews. And after 25 reviews, if you leave us a final four, we will pick one of those to randomly select and then do that as a bonus episode. Absolutely. And while you're on the internet, feel free to follow us on all of our social media accounts. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. Just look up at Friendly Comp Pod. And if you have an idea for a season, like Teresa did, email it to us. And if it's good enough, we'll do it. Email those to us at FriendlyCompetitionPodcast at gmail.com. Come, because Teresa's season's been fucking buck wild. We figured we we've already figured out a child smuggling ring. That's what we do here. I mean, I don't know if the Wild Thornberry smuggled all the children. I think there's just they they stole one. 
And maybe for maybe they thought they're doing a good thing. They weren't. You shouldn't steal children. But shout out to Charizard for the intro and outro music that you're listening to. If you want to head on over to Bandcamp, type in Charizard, replace the vowels with sixes. And that is it for us, folks. Group D going to drop on Wednesday. But until then, I've been Nick Keller. And I'm Cody Lena. See you on the boat.